Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. It's brazen, it's repeated, and it's very serious plagiarism. Were you going to plagiarize the whole thing for us? Do you have any thoughts of your own on this matter? Uh, that would have any Harvard student uh, expelled uh, or, or at, at the very least forced to withdraw from the college for two semesters. Was that wrong? <laughs> Should I not have done that? Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Flow there as well. And what we're seeing here at the border, the migration flow, uh, increased migration flow, certainly uh, it, you know, it ebbs and flows. And we're at a time of the year where we're seeing more uh, at the border. And it's not unusual. Nothing to see here. Just a couple of clowns and the world's youngest bearded lady. Who's your captain? Howie Carr. What? Oh, you want me to say something Christmassy? Come on, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. And a happy new year. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. Merry Christmas to one and all. If you want to join us, 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. In two hours, we'll be doing our uh, annual charity hour lineup. If you uh, hour, if uh, you would like to uh, have your charity get a uh, get a, a gift from uh, the Howie Car Show and from Give Send Go, uh, they'll be uh, co-hosting the hour with us. You can uh, call up, but you just have to. Uh, we can only give to 501c3 registered charities because that way we can uh, we can take the tax write off to be honest about it plus you know if you got a 501c3 year you're at least have the uh, imprimatur of uh, of legitimacy and i assume you are a legitimate charity if you have if you're a 501c3 but that'll be in 2 hours from now 844-500-4242 President Trump got an early Christmas gift. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's it's ridiculous that he's even in this situation. But the Supreme Court today uh, said that they are not going to have a quick uh, immunity hearing. Uh, President Trump uh, is trying to uh, claim that he has he has executive immunity from uh, from being tried by uh, the demented special counsel Jack Smith, if indeed that is his name, as President Trump always says. In, uh, in Washington, D.C., he's been, uh, Smith has been trying to fast-track the trial so it would start March 4th, which is the day before the uh, Super Tuesday primaries. He's trying to hurt Trump. He's a, he's a Democrat. And, of course, the, uh, a brief has been filed against him by uh, Ed Meese, Ed, uh, Ronald Reagan's former attorney general, and a couple of other uh, legal scholars saying that Jack Smith doesn't even have the standing to be the special counsel because according to the, uh, the the statute that establishes the office of special counsel, you have to be an employee of the government, and he wasn't at the time. But anyway, there's not going to be a, a quick trial for the president, and I assume that the Supreme Court will take a, uh, a similar step with this uh, ridiculous Colorado Supreme Court decision by the uh, four uh, Democrats uh, doing away with President Trump's due process and saying he's an insurrectionist, even though he's never been charged, let alone tried, let alone convicted, 
of uh, insurrection. It's re- it was it was a ridiculous decision, but the uh, it, it's going to go to the Supreme. It it will be appealed to the Supreme Court, and uh, the the Colorado Supreme Court, as we told you, has, has said in their decision on page nine, if, uh, if if the Supreme Court hasn't made a decision, then as of January fourth, which they won't have. That's that's two weeks away, and they're not going to be sitting for the next two weeks. Then, uh, then his name will remain on the primary ballot. Although the Colorado GOP says they're canceling the primary, they're going to go to caucuses. Meanwhile, in uh, in response to the absurd uh, attempt by the Democrats to take take uh, Trump's name off the uh, ballot, and again, in other states, idiots Democrats like the Lieutenant Governor of California, who doesn't even know how old you have to be to run for president. She's trying to take him off the ballot. Uh, they're they're trying to do it in Maine and Massachusetts, various other states. It's already been voted down. But now three Republican state lawmakers are drafting legislation to remove President Joe Biden from ballots in Georgia, Arizona, and Pennsylvania. Uh, we are the the uh, three reps: uh, Aaron Bernstein from Pennsylvania, Charlize Bird from Georgia, and Corey Magar from Arizona. They issued a joint statement. We are joining forces to introduce legislation to remove Joe Biden from the ballot in Georgia, Arizona, and Pennsylvania. The absurdity of radical Democrat judges removing Donald Trump from the ballot in Colorado will be a stain on the American political system for decades. By their very own interpretation of the law, Joe Biden is 100% not eligible to run for political office. Democrats' insane justification to remove Trump can just as easily be applied to Joe Biden for his insurrection at the southern border and his alleged corrupt family business dealings with China, to which I would add in Ukraine and Kazakhstan, Romania, Russia. Colorado radicals, they continued, just changed the game and we are not going to sit quietly while they destroy our republic. To be clear, and this is, this is the important part, to be clear, our objective is to showcase the absurdity of Colorado's decision and allow all candidates to be on the ballot in all states. To do that, we must fight back as Republicans against the communists currently running our great country. So that's good, I'm glad, I'm glad they're doing that, you know? I, I mean, it, it's, it's absurd on one hand, but on the other hand, if they're going to try to do this, you you can't just stand by and say, gee, they're not playing by Marcus of uh, Queensbury rules. 844-500-4242-844-500-4242. I'm going to I got a, I got a lot of stuff to get to here today uh, in this this hour. This is the uh, this is going to be the the la- my last show of the year and I want to I don't want to leave a lot of this stuff on the uh, cutting room floor be, and it'll be too old when I get back, but I, uh, I I do uh, want to uh, take some calls here, and one of the things we've been talking about is uh, the the influx of illegal aliens in the state of Massachusetts, where the show is based from. And they today the state released the, the town the cities and towns where there are illegal aliens uh, being placed in flop houses. Used to be motels, hotels. Now they're just flop houses for illegal aliens. They always say. For migrants and homeless people, but it's mainly it's mainly illegal aliens that just blow into the Commonwealth because 
Massachusetts pays more welfare than most states. What a, what a great draw. What a great magnet. You know, they, they, they used to say that immigrants came to a place because they heard there was work. Now they come to a place because they hear there's no work in many cases. But of all, all the rich communities in, in the Commonwealth, none of them have any, any, any illegal alien flop houses in them. And many of them have, have lodging. And I mentioned Weston, one of the two or three richest communities in Massachusetts. They have a giant Jesuit center there. They could be, they could, it's empty most of the time. They could put up hundreds, if not thousands, of illegal aliens there. How about all these college dorms? There's two or three colleges in Wellesley where I live. There's Wellesley College. There's Babson College. There's the, uh, the engineering school that just opened Olenkaw on the Needham line. There's nobody living there right now. They're, they're all on Christmas break. Put a, could they put them in there? I mean, I don't want them to put them in there. I don't want to put them in anywhere. I want them to go home. You don't have to stay here. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here, as they used to say at closing hour in the at J.J. Foley's in the south end of Boston. 844-500-4242-508. Playing devil's advocate, Biden has not been charged or convicted of those things either. That's the whole point. That's the point of the legislation. If you're going to throw Trump off the ballot and he hasn't been convicted, then you have to throw Biden off the ballot too, don't you? Fair's fair. That's the whole thing. 844-500-4242. I think the three judges in Colorado that voted against taking Trump off the ballot voted that way just to make it look as if it was a non-biased vote. I... I, I don't know. I, I read their dissents, and uh, the, the the one guy, especially his name was I think his name was Carlos Sumar. He said he's he said I've been in uh, in the this system, the judicial system, for 33 years, and I never seen anything like these hearings. Because again, there's it's it's like the uh, January 6th uh, committee. You know, there I I know it's not a court of law, the January 6th committee, but they were taking evidence hearsay. And there were, there were no uh, exculpatory witnesses. There was no opposing counsel. What kind of court is that? I'll tell you what kind of court it is. It's a kangaroo court. It's a star chamber. It's ridiculous. It's, it, and they were, this is the evidence they want to use. From, they used the evidence from January 6th, and, and this guy, Sumar, the, the, uh, ju- the associate justice on the Colorado Supreme Court, said, you know, there were some problems with that January 6th committee, all the ones I just outlined. You can't use that as, a, uh, as, as the benchmark. And so, you know, again, I, 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 don't, I don't agree that, uh, that, that Joe Biden should be knocked off the ballot, but if they're going to knock off Donald Trump, why, why can't the red states knock off Biden, too? I mean, if, if, you know, if the country's going to fall apart, you don't have to stand by and, and uh, let, the, uh, let the nuts, the non-working classes, the communists run everything. You can, uh, you, you can try to uh, take, take the country back by doing the same things they're doing, which are extra constitutional, illegal, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 844-500-4242, As the left ramps up their efforts to abort babies, we need to ramp up our efforts to save babies. I can't stress this enough. And because of our partnership with Preborn, they're going to be on with us tonight at 6 o'clock, an organization dedicated to saving the lives of the unborn, we can do just that. 
Every day, Preborn's network of clinics rescues 200 babies as they compete head-to-head with the abortion mills. You see, they offer a mother considering ending the life of her child a free ultrasound. Once the mother hears her baby and hear, uh, sees her baby and hears the heartbeat, her baby's chance at life is doubled. And now, through a match, your tax-deductible gift is doubled as well. And because Preborn supports both mothers and babies with diapers, car seats, counseling, and more for up to two years, you are offering double blessings. Now is the time to put your year-end write-offs to work. If you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies. To donate, dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash Howie. That's preborn.com slash Howie. Preborn has a 100% charity rating so you can give with confidence. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show will be right back. Somebody's favorite radio program. It's time for the Howie Carr Show. Brought to you by Rich Chocolatey Ovaltine. <laughs> I can still taste it. Today's poll question is brought to you by De Stefano Hair Restoration. For December only, get $4,000 off their highly sought after FUE hair transplant. Go to hairman.com and type Howie Special in the message field when you submit a request for your consultation. That's hairman.com. Jared, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com, is after the Colorado Supreme Court decision, should red states begin proceedings to remove Joe Biden from the 2024 ballot? Yes. Yes, and I and I I know the these legislators in uh, in in Georgia, Arizona, and Pennsylvania say they're just doing this to make a statement. But I think it's a good statement. I'm I'm a hundred percent in favor of it. Eight four four. What are the results? Eighty five percent of the audience now agrees with you. Fifteen percent still say no. Fifteen percent think it's everything is still on the level. I think the evidence is overwhelming. Beyond the reasonable doubt, as they say in a court of criminal law, that it's not on the level. So we have to uh, start doing what they're doing to us. My opinion. 844-500-4242. By the way, what I'm about to tell you, try not to let it destroy your faith in the integrity of the Democrat Party in Cook County, Illinois. Former Chicago Alderman Ed Burke, one of the most powerful and longest-serving politicians in the Windy City, was found guilty yesterday of racketeering, bribery, and attempted extortion after a six-week-long federal corruption trial. The 79-year-old, care to guess what party he was? Well, you know, Democrat, was convicted on 13 of the 14 charges leveled against him in a federal indictment. In a 2019 federal indictment, again, 2019, 2023 is almost over. That's how long it took to go to trial. They wanted to they wanted to get Trump in in a matter of months. What, 7 months? They wanted to try Trump. But he's a Republican. Fast Eddie Burke was a is a Democrat. 
844-500-4242. Roy, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Roy. Yeah, since uh, the Republicans outnumber Congress, I mean, outnumber the Democrats in Congress, why don't they take up a vote on barring Colorado from federal elections? Well, you know, that's a that's a really good uh, question, Roy. I saw a, a tweet out today. I, I think it's uh, Clay Higgins from uh, Louisiana, one of the Louisiana uh, congressmen, has filed legislation to say that any state that uh, that excludes candidates who otherwise would be allowed onto the ballot, uh, you know, uh, for no reason other than that they don't like them, will not have their electoral votes counted by the House in uh, in in the next in the January after the general election. I mean, Roy, they I think they have to understand that these these are the kinds of. Uh, kinds of responses the Republicans are going to have if if this is what the Democrats want to do. If this is the way they want to play, then uh, the Republicans have to do the same, have to act in the same way, don't they? That's exactly right. If you're going to take the gloves off, take it off on both sides. Right. Right. You, if, you know, if, if you just say, well, you know, that's not what the founders intended and the Democrats are stabbing you in the back and uh, trying to uh, fix elections, rig elections in one way or another. I mean, if, if you allow it to happen, if we allow it to happen, we're chumps. We we gotta we gotta fight them at every level, you know. And and, uh, and if they uh, if they want to try to rig the elections, then then we have to try to rig the elections too. I, I know it's a horrible way to think of things, and it's going to lead to disaster. But they they don't want to play fair. They don't want to play by the normal rules. You you try to win an election. You it's a it's a battle of ideas and proposals and and records and and the may the best candidate win they don't want to play by that they want to just rig the elections that's what this colorado decision was all about 844-500-4242 tom you're next with howie Carr. go ahead tom hi howie you know i'm thinking that uh this uh, court ruling is such a transparent excursion into tyranny that i don't think we can sit passively by anymore and, you know, because they're right. taking away the last semblance of our voice when they take away our vote. So we need something like a dramatic gesture. And I was having an idea about this. It's something passive but effective. What if at a certain date, at a certain time, a disenchanted population stood by the millions outside their homes, outside their workplaces for uh, an hour? I don't, I don't you know, I... I don't go for those kinds of gestures. You know, they, for one thing, they wouldn't get covered by the uh, mainstream media. They'd just say it was a it was a handful of cranks and uh, renegades and uh, and MAGA deplorables. They, I don't think that would work, Tom. Just just got to keep working away and uh, working in these campaigns and uh, and trying to and and you know what? And again, I'm all for these legislators, uh, whether they're at the uh, the state level or the uh, congressional level. You know, filing legislation, even if it's just for, to make the uh, make the point that uh, two can play at this game. Thanks for the call. 844-500-4242. 844-500-4242. New York man indicted for submitting 118 absentee ballot applications. A fellow, uh, the Queens District Attorney has has charged Abdul Rahman, Abdul Rahman, with 140 counts of. Crimes related to falsifying business records, criminal possession of a forged instrument, etc., etc. Shocking. A Democrat, I'm going to guess. I'm Howie Dar.
Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. So many stories to get to here today and this last day before Christmas. A man, a man, was charged Monday with attempting to help terrorists after he allegedly planned to travel to the Mideast to become a soldier for the Islamic State terrorist group ISIS. The defendant, Humza Mashkor, 18, of Westminster, Colorado, was charged in a criminal complaint in uh, federal court with knowingly providing or, att- or attempting to, or conspiring to provide material support to a foreign terrorist organization. A relative of his had informed authorities that Mashkor assaulted him in July of last year and also said that the 18-year-old Muslim, quote, wanted to kill people and cut their heads off. Why, why he was he going to ISIS? I mean, isn't that, that, isn't that a Hamas specialty these days, is cutting people's heads off? That's their thing. He was born in the United States, was Huzma Mashkor, but he was also raised in part in his family's native country of Afghanistan, and he desperately wanted to return to fight for the Islamic State group. Police were informed by a different relative that the, uh, that the Muslim teenager, quote, struggled with mental illness. Was he a lone wolf? They usually include that phrase in these uh, stories. He was a lone wolf. The defendant, uh, the defendant, the Muslim uh, teenager, said, I can't stand another day of humiliation living in Dar al-Kuf. The term Dar al-Kuf refers to any region of the world where the majority of the population is not Muslim. He, he thought about staying in the United States in order to assist ISIS in carrying out a possible future domestic attack. And they're going to be, and you know, they're, they're, you know ISIS terrorists are crossing over the border. You know, being welcomed into America by uh, Joe Biden's administration, like the Sarniev's in Boston before they blew up the Boston Marathon in 2013. They, the Sarniev's came in here. They were claiming asylum. They, uh, they went on welfare. None of them ever worked. They just learned to hate the country, used their welfare money to, uh, to, to buy, uh, buy bomb-making material. The older brother killed four Americans, Jews, by the way, before he, uh, before he blew up the Boston Marathon. Guy was 25 years old when he died, and he had killed eight Americans. He was a serial killer, never worked a day in his life, just came over here and learned how to hate Americans living in what, what did they call it, the Dar Uf Kal or whatever it was, 844-500-4242. Tom, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Tom. Yes, Howie, how are you? Good. I want to know if if Trump gets immunity, does that mean Biden gets immunity and he can do whatever he wants now? Well, you know, Trump is being charged with with uh, insurrection, which is which is ridiculous. It's a it's a crime that you know very few people have ever been charged with in the last hundred and fifty years, and he didn't do it anyway. But whereas I think Biden would be charged down the road with uh, you know evasion of income taxes, conspiracy with uh, with his uh, his brother and his son to uh, solicit bribes and ra- uh, running the uh, office of vice president, if not president, as a racketeering enterprise, according to that uh, 
FBI report, FD-1023, from the uh, head of Burisma that says he paid off uh, Hunter and Joe both and got audio tapes of them both uh, taking $5 million in bribes. I think the uh, crimes that uh, Biden would be accused of committing would be much more uh, prosaic than uh, these uh, these esoteric crimes like insurrection and earlier violation of the Logan Act, meaning acting as a foreign agent. I, I don't think Biden would have immunity for many of the crimes he's committed. The only thing he would have going for him is the same thing Hunter does, the statute of limitations. The fact that all the Democrats in the Wilmington uh, U.S. Attorney's Office let, uh, let him just uh, run out the statute of limitations and all the payoffs he took from uh, Burisma in 2014 and 2015. Thanks for the call, Tom. Uh, Jenny, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Jenny. Hi, Howie. Hi. So I have a question. What if everybody in Colorado writes Trump's name in on the ballot anyway? No, I, I, Jenny, I think this is kind of a moot point. They, they were just, they, they were just trying to, uh, you know, uh, make a make a splash in the uh, in the. Uh, alt-left community in which they reside, these these four justices of the Colorado Supreme Court, I don't think he's going to be knocked off the ballot. I, I don't think it really matters. I, write-ins are, it's very hard to win a uh, write-in campaign, even at a local level and at a, at a national or statewide. I don't know who the, I, I don't know if anyone's ever, or win the last time anyone won on a, on a statewide, forget national level with a write-in campaign. I, I mean, I've I've seen at least one campaign in Massachusetts, and a state senate campaign was won on a right end. But that was that was close to forty years ago. Now, I, I very few right end candidates win. Thanks for the call, though, Jenny. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Meanwhile, as the country is uh, is going up in flames, Democrat legislators have their priorities in order. There is a new bill in Albany in the legislature. Do you know what it would do? It would it might force Chick-fil-A to open on Sundays on the New York State Thruway. This this, this this is what they're concerned with? Are you kidding me? The fast food chain has had as we all know a long-standing policy of being closed to absorb observe the Lord's Day. Even with the entire operation shut down for a day every week, Chick-fil-A keeps pace or even out-teams the competition. And, you know, all these colleges where they're teaching people to be radicals, whatever, they, whatever the student union says, we're going we're gonna to let the students decide what fast food company they want to come in. Chick-fil-A almost always wins, these, even if the students are uh, radicals. And, uh, you know, Antifa and uh, and. Hamas, Nazis, they vote for Chick-fil-A. But uh, the uh, Assemblyman Tony Simone is spearheading the legislation. He he says, I think it's ridiculous that you're able to close on Sunday, one of the busiest travel days of the week. You think Tony Simone, a Democrat, would have filed this legislation if it affected a Muslim-owned chain of restaurants on the New York Thruway or anywhere else? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Publicly owned service areas should use their space to maximally, maximally benefit the public. 
allowing for retail space to go unused one-seventh of the week or more is a disservice and unnecessary inconvenience to travelers who rely on those service areas. That's what the Democrats said. Uh, but it's this is kind of a moot point as well, though, uh, because uh, it only applies to future food concessions, and Chick-fil-A has a 33-year contract. But I'm sure Tony Simone would like to break the contract. I can taste it. could force Chick-fil-A to open on Sundays. 844-500-4242. Paul, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Paul. Hi, Howie. Hi. Hey, uh, I just want to um, your, say... Your, 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 phone, your, your phone is... Uh, you're too scratchy coming in, Paul. Call back. 844-500-4242. James, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, James. Hi, Howie. Uh, Hi. The Supreme Court will have to consider that a legal precedence for the 14th Amendment has already been set when they accepted 51 former Confederate soldiers and officials elected into Congress after the Civil War. Right. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I don't think I, I, I don't think this is really a serious, uh, serious move to to knock Trump off the ballot. I mean, they would love to do it, but I think they, I think they knew that they their chances of success were uh, minimal. And uh, this is this is just not this is a uh, you know they're grasping at straws and you know the the Soros organizations and I love the way the uh, the the state run media says that it's uh, it's these are bipartisan efforts bipartisan efforts to get Trump off the ballot. And and they're joined by a watchdog group in, in state-run media lingo. When they say watchdog groups, they might as well just say Soros-funded groups because that's what they all turn out to be. Thanks for the call, James. 844-500-4242. Rick, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Rick. Hi, Howie. I'm Rick Hi. from Las Vegas. And uh, I just want to bring back the Biden crime family yes. information. I bartender for 30 years here in Las Vegas, and I got behind on my taxes a couple of times in that 30 years. <laughs> and I had to pay my, I filed bankruptcy, but I still had to pay my last three years yeah. that was owed and interest and penalty compounded daily, 25%. Yeah. So that in four days, $1,000 turns into Two thousand. So how many millions of dollars did Hunter get away with not paying his late charges when he got the money from Schumer's lawyer to pay the fine? I know. I know. And and she, this this woman that was in charge of brooming the case, Leslie Wolf, big Democrat campaign contributor uh, from uh, Delaware. Her husband's a big Democrat campaign contributor. Uh, here's what she said when she was uh, in front of the congressional committee the uh, on Wednesday. I am not able to answer questions about this particular search warrant. This is the warrant where she took out Joe Biden's name or this particular draft. I'm not able to speak to this particular warrant. Uh, let's see. What else did she say here? She uh, she she testified 79 times on Wednesday, Rick, 79 times that she was not authorized by the Justice Department to answer questions about brooming the Hunter Biden tax case. 79 times she was not authorized. 
And she she cited a letter from Deputy Attorney General Bradley Weisenheimer. It's Weinsheimer, but I'm calling him Weisenheimer. Uh, the department generally does not authorize congressional testimony from line-level personnel, especially relating to an ongoing investigation with charges pending in the court. Stop me if you've heard this one before. An ongoing investigation. By the way, too, she doesn't even work for him anymore. They 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 got her out when it when the whole uh, the uh, the sweetheart deal, the brooming, uh, exploded in front of the Trump judge in the summer. 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. We'll be right back with uh, Turtle Boy, uh, Aiden Kearney. He was in court again today. We just wanted to check in and see what happened. But first, happy holidays to you. My Pillow is excited to bring you their biggest betting sale ever now, just in time for the holidays. Here's a great gift idea for you. Right now, you can get the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases for only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as little as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more, all with the biggest discounts ever. Want to give the perfect gift this holiday season? Give the gift of better sleep with MyPillow's extended money-back guarantee. They're extending their money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024, making these products the best for your family and friends. So, happy holidays to you. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code HOWIE or call 800-658-4965 and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets for as little as $29.98. And get all your shopping done now while quantities last. I'm Howie Carr. Not even Santa works his elves as hard as Howie works his staff. Now, get to work! Ten minutes break! Not for you! Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show is back. 844-500-4242. 844-500-4242. Kearney, he's the uh, controversial uh, Massachusetts blogger. Controversial. He's a he's a reporter. Uh, he's known as Turtle Boy, and he's been in, indicted by the uh, uh, a local district attorney on a on a uh, intimidation of witnesses charge. It's, it involves this. It's a it's kind of complicated case involving a, a murder case against a woman uh, who's accused of running over her Boston police officer boyfriend. January 2022, and uh, he, he was uh, he, he was arraigned today in uh, Superior Court. We're trying to get him on, uh, but uh, we're having some difficulty. We may, we may try to get him on after the chump line if we can't get him on. I want to have him on to discuss what happened today. The uh, they, they, the the dis, the special prosecutor that's been hired by the uh, the district attorney in in Quincy in Norfolk County basically uh, tried to uh, tried to deprive him of his First Amendment rights to talk about this it's it was just amazing and the judge just said you can't you can't do that you you don't have the right to do that they, you, there's no law that says you can you can uh, impen, um, you know uh, impede his First Amendment rights abrogate his First Amendment rights so so he he released him with uh, 
no no bail and uh, told him he you know he he ended all the conditions that uh, the district court had imposed on him. We'll get a, we'll get the Turtle Boy maybe after the chump line if we can. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Bob, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, Howie, thanks for taking my call, and I called to wish you a Merry Christmas for you and Merry your Christmas to you too, Bob. You know, you know what phrase I'm tired of hearing about? He has a mental disorder. Right. I, I'm tired. Uh, We're I'm all tired so of that. I'm sick of hearing that. You know, yeah. uh, if, if you have a mental disorder, you belong in a hospital to get fixed, corrected, right. or whatever. Don't you agree? I agree. And you know, another another phrase, I mentioned it earlier. I'm tired of hearing it. I'm, I'm sure we're going to hear it about this guy, this uh, Muslim would-be terrorist. Right. Lone wolf. Yeah, Lone yeah, wolf. Yeah. And and no. the other thing, too, is, you know, they go into these places and they're shouting, Allahu Akbar. And they, then you read, police are baffled as to what the motive is. Police are investigating his motive. Happy and they don't know if it's going to – and the police are unclear whether they're going to charge this uh, this Muslim guy who uh, chopped off a head was say, while chanting Allahu Akbar or a transgender who shot up a Christian school. They don't know if they're going to charge uh, if it's a hate crime or not. You know, what, what, what was it? Was it a love crime when he was killing these people? Happy holidays, Howie. Merry Christmas, Bob. Merry Christmas. Dave, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dave. You there, Dave? Dave's gone. Corey, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Corey. Thanks for taking my call, Howie. I got a, a real quick question for you. Um, I don't hear a lot of people talking about, you know, how are we going to maintain a safe and honest election in 2024? I, mean, I don't think the real problem is who the Republican nominee is going to be. How are we going to know that the election is safe? And people laugh at you when you say, Oh, the last election was rigged. But, Howie, nobody's proven anything, rigged or not rigged. I mean, they say it wasn't, but do we really believe the Democrats are honest? Can they even be honest? I don't I don't see an honest bone in their entire party, not a one of them. What I don't know. Well, they, you know, we've, we've had two stories about the election fraud involving Democrats in the, in the last two days. You know, one, uh, the one yesterday was in was in Lawrence. I know it was only a you know a handful of votes, but I mean, look, they they uh, they rigged an election in Brid- in uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut. They rigged the sheriff's election uh, down in a in a parish uh, outside New Orleans in Louisiana. They uh, there's there's all kinds of fraud going on. They they just uh, convicted the alderman in Chicago. Where uh, where JFK and the Democrats uh, stole the 1960 presidential election. There's a, you're right. I mean, there's there is Republican fraud here and there, but it's mostly Democrat fraud, mostly done by Democrats. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. I'm Howie Carr.